This B-Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, my flex learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. All right, we are here at the uh, Inch360 event. Welcome to the Cybertraps podcast. I'm here with Dominic Booker. Uh, Dominic, welcome. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to this event. Well, first of all, let me thank you for allowing me to, to attend early. So to, to answer your question, I've been in the IT field for about going on 15 years now. Um, I initially got into it because I joke as a kid, I wanted to be a professional basketball player. But then when I wasn't six feet tall, I was like, okay, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Um, growing up, I just noticed that computers were around. Um, my family wasn't like, like the richest family, but we had one. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if we could afford a computer, everyone can afford a computer. Like a lot more people can. And then I started thinking, it's like, well, if this breaks, who's going to fix it? Because we don't have the money to fix it. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can learn how to fix it. And I kind of just started messing around. That's that's what started kind of like my my love-hate relationship with technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was about 10 years old. Um, what brought me to the convention here was um, the person that I'm with, uh, she's really, she's just starting her journey into uh-huh. cybersecurity. She's currently going to school for it. It's like her first year into it. So she wanted to go, and I feel that it's important to get younger people, especially women, like into it. Cause like I've always wanted to, I've always tried to build like this community of just like, hey, if you wanna do it, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. It's like, oh, you wanna get into cybersecurity? Well, let's do it. Like I'm, I'm in the tech field as well. Like, is this what you wanna do? I'll take a, I'll take a Wednesday off and let's go down and see what this is about. Um, but security to me, cybersecurity has always been important. But that's what specifically brought me here today was I wanna support another individual who wants to get into this field. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sit there and say, I don't have time for you to like, I don't have time to take you down here today because like realistically it's like, I have vacation time. Let's take a day off, bring you down here. Have you meet like other members of this community pretty much that we're trying to build here in Spokane, this industry and stuff like that. So, so far I think it's been highly, highly educational. The amount of knowledge that from the people in the room is to, to be frank, is insane. Yeah, <laughs> like, no like, kidding. Like the people here, their experience, their knowledge and stuff like that. And the one thing that I try to teach people, I try to teach my friends, my family, my kids and stuff like that is 
one of the most important resource that we have in this world is time. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's willing to take the time to talk to you, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you should be grateful and listen to what they have to say. Because yeah. they could have taken that 15 minutes and done anything with it, right? They yeah. could be sleeping. They could be drinking a cup of coffee in their house or something like that. They could choose not to share their wisdom and their knowledge with you. So take the time to appreciate somebody willing to give you advice. Listen and for, to be frank, shut up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like just just shut up and listen to what they have to say because Nine out of 10 times, they're going to teach you something that you don't know. And even if they don't, the fact that they took that opportunity to spend 15 minutes with you, it's, I think it's like overly important and is underly valued, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Man, I think that's so powerful. And that's what a great example you are bringing her with you and saying, I'll go to this with you, not just, yeah, you can go to that, but saying, I'll be there, I'll I'll be right next to you and and, and provide that support and make sure you feel like, you're not alone at something like this. I'm sure it could be intimidating. I mean, it's intimidating for me and I'm a nerd, right? Yeah. To, to be here with all these really smart people and feel like, man, do I have, do I have what it takes to show up with all these people? And with her just starting, I, th- I think it's real powerful that you're there to provide that support and companionship through that. That's awesome. And sorry, but I mean to cut you off. For, That's right. for those who are listening, she is currently in the middle of a panel. No, I didn't just abandon her. <laughs> Like just in case yeah. I was like, well, what are you doing out here? If we're supposed to be supporting her. Like yeah. she, she's in the panel. She's listening. I just, yeah. I, I just wanted to come out here. And yeah. Talk it's, with all Jethro. it's all good. Uh, so you asked a really good question uh, as part of the panel that I was just moderating. Uh, why don't you bring up that question again as, as a thought exercise for anybody who's listening, because I think it was, it was really valuable for you to share that. Uh, yeah, sure. So the question that I asked um, was, as we are delving more and more into cybersecurity and as cybersecurity becomes more and more important, are we ignoring physical security? Because uh, as we were kind of talking about, and it's, it's a phrase that I've always said my entire uh, career is that in this industry, you can get to almost any room with confidence in a, in a clipboard. Mm-hmm. Like if you look like you're supposed to be there, nobody's going to question you. Yeah. And that's another thing that I've always wanted to ask is like, is that part of your training? Right. Cause mm-hmm. we have all these cybersecurity training. I know it sounds rude and a lot of people don't want to have that, that awkward conversation, but sometimes you just have to ask, who are you? Yeah. Like, are you supposed to be here? And like, yes, it's, it's awkward and it sounds rude the first time. But if they are supposed to be there, it was something you laugh about, you know, the next day while you're buying that person a cup of coffee because, you know, you have to mend that bridge a little bit. But Mm -hmm. if you ask them, who are you, and they can't answer you, then you could have just saved yourself, your company, everyone in there from like a really awkward situation. Because Mm -hmm. with kind of like what one of the other presenters was mentioning, like those flipper devices and Mm -hmm. things like that, there are just like some really cool tech out there that you could just plug in walk away and it'll automate scraping everything on there mm-hmm. and it, all it takes it'll have a little built-in like wi-fi relay or something like that you go sit down in your in your car with your cup of coffee and you're just like oh i'm just scraping all this data because yeah. nobody questioned me and like i just sat down and sometimes somebody doesn't have to be there it could be just a random computer that that person just happens to not be there that day mm-hmm. you power it on plug it into the usb in the back and just walk away because So be honest, how often do you check the back of your tower? If you know, like, this is my workstation, I'm the only one that works here. How often do you look behind and be like, I don't know what this is. Like, what USB stick is this? And then kind of go from there. And the way they're making them smaller and smaller, you could just not see it. 
Yeah. Like down there, like you could get something about as what as big as your uh as your pinky nail. As, yeah. your, as your pinky nail, and it's just like in a whole thirty-two sixty-four a terabyte worth of data, and you could just take yeah. off and move on and just wait until the nighttime or just wait until you know that well these people see me coming at this day so i'll be back tomorrow at the same time so they think that oh i work here he was here yesterday yeah totally. let me in grab my data and then jet out yeah never see me again yeah so i think that idea of physical security is as important as cybersecurity. and even if you like even if you just rent an office in a strip mall or something and that or in a co-working space, like those are all things that you need to pay attention to. And if you're working remotely, then it's a little bit easier to just take all your stuff with you. But then, you know, as you mentioned in the question, like how many people have put their coats up on the coat rack and haven't gone out to check it again? And maybe there's something put in there, you know, and maybe maybe not. But you know, those are things that you just need to at least be thinking about. And uh, sometimes that's uncomfortable to even think about. I mean, I got a little squirmy when you were asking that question, <laughs> knowing that I had all my podcast gear out here and I was like, there's a memory card on there. And when I plug that into my computer, you know, could there be something going on? You know, those are those are the kinds of things that that tend to keep keep me awake sometimes. Yeah. Because then also you kind of have to ask yourself that too. It's like when you go to plug it in is not only is there something on there, is that yours? Right. Is that the original memory card that you put in there? Because yeah. like if I'm walking around with a bunch of like SD flash cards and stuff, like that, I got to be honest, I'm not memorizing every yeah. single one. I'm like, granted, if it's a complete obvious, like violently Samsung, all of a sudden I look and it's a sand disc. I'm like, okay, something's off here, but you're just going through your day. You're popping out SD cards. You're like, mm -hmm. you're editing and all this stuff, getting your stuff ready. And then, and it could be something on it you don't even notice. It could be less than a kilobyte executable mm -hmm. on there. That's just it's just designed to run, gather, delete, and disappear. And you won't even know that it's going because by the time you plug in, turn around to do something, come back, it's already done its job and it's right. gone, and you would have no idea. So, but like my question wasn't to make people like super nervous, but it's just like like let's not forget that in this digital world, physical still matters. Like yeah. it's still present every day, and it's just like. Are we taking the time to not only train people on like the digital security side, but just to make sure that we're still being cognitive of the physical side? Mm -hmm. And that yeah. was kind of like the, the point of my question. It wasn't really like a, it wasn't trying to be like a gotcha or like a yeah. soundbite or yeah. something like that. It's just, it's just something for people to think in the back of their mind. It's like, oh, maybe we should yeah. like make sure that like, maybe we should take the team that's usually stuffed in this one corner of the office. Yeah. And just go out and say hi to everyone every yep. once in a while so they know our faces mm -hmm. um, and things like that. Because, like, uh, like uh, we didn't have time to explain it. Or I didn't have time to explain it out there or tell that story. But the story I was telling you with, like, I'm a field tech. I get sent out to fix one issue. Been working in this office for 30 minutes, like 15, like 15, 30 minutes. Get a phone call from my boss asking me where I'm at. And I'm like, I'm on site. And they're like, no, you're not. Like my mistake, I went to the wrong building, mm -hmm. but I just told them I'm with IT, I'm fixing your printer and I need access to your network room. And they gave me full access, 30 minutes alone in like, and like, yeah, like it was my fault for going to the wrong place. And there I, I didn't have any ill will, yeah. but if I was a bad guy, yeah, I would have got everything I needed and would have been out in five minutes, mm -hmm. right? And then they wouldn't have no idea who I was, yep. especially if I actually fixed the printer. Yeah. Right. Which you could it, do. Yeah. yeah. Then it'll just mark it off. It's like, oh, yeah, the printer guy came in. Like he yeah. was in the network room for a little bit. 
everything prints now and yeah. then they'll just mark it off as a normal day. Yeah. And I can just walk out with the, you know, the kings of the kingdom and just be like, I'll be back in six months. Yeah. Like, no <laughs> like my program won't launch now. It'll launch in about six months and you'll have no idea why. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, Dominic, this was uh great to get to know you. Thank you for sharing your your question in there and then coming and chatting and appreciate you uh you being here. Last question is what's your takeaway? from today what's your what's your key learning that you got out of this my my key learning was actually from the one thing that i i am going to take was actually from your segment the uh the the four p's as we'll say right preparation partnership predict and ponder yeah and the last one the p like he's like you said ponder but i was thinking as he was talking i was like oh procedure like does oh there you go like procedural like afterwards right like like you try to prepare for it you partner up with like a good, you know, like MSP or a partner to help cover that. If something does happen, you try to predict what does is going to happen. And afterwards, you make sure your procedures are mm-hmm. like up to date. So those are going to be like the the one things that I take away. And it was kind of like small vindication hearing people talk because the things you guys were saying was just what I've been trying to explain to her. It's just things I just say in my mm-hmm. daily, my daily life. It's like, you know, like it's not if it's when. Yeah. You know, trust, but verify mm-hmm. like things like that. Like I tell everyone I know is like, so I guess I know, you know me, but if I tell you something, verify what I'm saying, like, don't yeah. just blindly trust me. Right. Like, okay. Like, like you're a trustworthy person and I'll take it with like, you know, a seven out of 10, but let me mm-hmm. go and verify that last three out of 10 to make sure yeah. you're not, you know, just blowing smoke and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. Well, I was, I was glad to see the, the four P's happen. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> glad it worked out that way. And when Aaron started talking, I was like, I don't care what he says. We're going to find a people. We're going to find a people that can work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Dominic. Appreciate you being here. Again, I appreciate you taking the time and letting me hop on here. Yeah, no problem. Right. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash BE.